But I don't know if I'm asking for too much when I'm about to ask you next. No, no. No, are you sure, bro? Because I know you're a big WWE fan. Yeah, yeah. And you did mention Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, you're Macho Man, baby. I want to hear Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm the worst. Macho Man. I don't know why. I'm the Macho Man. Macho Man. I know you, boy, me and my business. What's up, everybody? You guys, welcome to this episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. I'm your co-host, aka Triple C Henry Cejudo, and I'm Mike Tyson. And we got a special guest here, Mr. David Arquette. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Hey, How you doing, man? What have you been up to? Come on, guys. Can we get a round of applause? We got the motherfucking live audience here. What's up? Yeah, location, baby. El Segundo. Yeah. Airport action. So come on, Dave. What you been up to, man? Oh, man. I've been up to a lot. I, uh... Just did a bunch of wrestling for the last couple years. And I did a wrestling documentary. Yeah, called... You cannot kill David Arquette. Yeah. Okay, do we have some footage of that? They probably can. You can find it. Can you it's put, out there. Yeah, can you yeah, put no, that they on? Got it. They got it. Let's check this shit out, nigga. Oh, shit. That's not Art Anderson, right? Uh, no, not Art Anderson, though. Mr. Anderson. Oh, you don't give a shit about you, Dave. Oh, they, something happened. Yeah, so I upset the rest of the community for 20 years because I, I won the championship. Turn this up, guy, please. That's right. So this was back in, uh, you, you, was this a WCW? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh, shit. Oh, that sounded like that hurt. <laughs> you actually did the stunt? Yeah, man. I wrestled on the streets of Tijuana. You look good. Thanks, man. You too, champ. See, yeah, you look good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, it's hardcore, man. Did Mickey Rock and Fire in here this shit? <laughs> little bit, yeah. I, I love see that, it right baby. here. I see it. That's me singing. <laughs> the wrestling, man. So you really, you really had a, uh, you had to go through wrestling classes and all of the above, oh, right? Like, yeah. How how long was how was that process? Pretty Peter Avalon was an amazing wrestling wrestler and and coach. He coached me. It was uh, it was a really. Incredible experience, man. I, was I toured with RJ City right there. Fuck. That was King Anthony. David Arquette. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, imagine, they were really trying it. to kill you, too. Yeah, that guy kind of... <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to, but I did. I did. I got cut in the neck with a light tube and nearly died. Is this far. shit out now? Yeah, yeah, it's on uh, Hulu. Anywhere you could, you could get it on Amazon. Damn, tell us about that. What has, you, got, you, you got hit with the light pulling your neck? And what, how, how, how deep was Are that? Are you dash? in pain right now? Uh, it hit my neck muscle. How about how you feel this moment right now? No, I feel pretty good, man. I feel pretty good. It kind of rests, all the rest of the, I don't know, it, it gives you certain injuries that you just kind of feel all the time. 
Like uh, David, whiplash. What the fuck? Why were you doing that? What the fuck, man? I know. Well, you too, man. You too. Fuck, you. David. You know, both man. Uh, both those champs had to return and show the people we still got. Nigga, you get hit with two by fours, I man. Know. So that was a death match. I really, I didn't really know what I was getting into, but uh, yeah. So oh, this is crazy. it's a, it's an interesting journey, though. Um, David Darg and Price James were the directors. They did a great job. My wife, Christina, produced it with XTR. You ever watch that extreme championship wrestling when it's like real, they're binging needles, nails in your head? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the same stuff. That's One GCW. guy, I think, what was the black guy? He went to jail. He done killed somebody in the CW. Yeah, he, he just passed. Yeah. And he passed away, yeah, too, New right? Jack, what was his, yeah. yeah, New Jack was a crazy motherfucker. Yeah, he was a, Hey, let's look at New Jack. Put New Jack's Jack in, in my man. movie. He holds a nice oh, yeah, oh, oh, that motherfucker. And he, nice did now. he had too much testosterone, right? Or something. How the fuck he oh, died? He was a great guy, man. Man. Oh, he was awesome. He was a crazy man. He was a oh, look oh, at this yeah. motherfucker. There he is. Look at this shit, man. Look <laughs> at this shit, man. You gotta watch this shit. He was shit. the real deal, man. Didn't he kill this guy or his father or something? They sued him. I remember they sued him. What do you, what do you mean, Mike? He, uh, he yeah, killed somebody in the ring? Yeah, this is real stuff. This is no fake at all. This is real. Sam, man, you know who him? Yeah, Sam, man. I, I, he, uh, he, he saved me in a... At House of Hardcore in Philadelphia during my wrestling run, he came in, which was pretty awesome. And then they surely look, look at that motherfucker. Yeah. Oh shit, those look are some scars, man. What kind of drugs? He's a mess, man. He was a mess. Come on, he had to do something. <laughs> Who does? Look at this. This is how the oh, guy. No way, right? dude. No, this is real. This is not fake, yo. No, man. Henry, dude, Henry. Don't tell me he's a jump. Henry, look at this guy. Henry, Henry. He's hit Henry. Watch this, Henry. Fuck, no way. And he gonna throw the motherfucker off, Andy. No, that's like 60 feet, dude. Oh! Dude, that's the kind of shit I'm telling you, man. Damn. Man, look, man. That's crazy shit. What kind of motherfucker is this? Damn. Yeah. That's... I'm so happy you knew who I was talking about, because you just have to see this guy. Damn, he probably it's an said intense that about me. Look, 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 look. Oh, oh. oh this is yeah, I'm not even That's got to be 50, 60 feet. And I think his father got mad to kick the father. Something happened. I don't know, but I know this shit was crazy. Yeah, they had a previous fight before that. Something happened. That was a very severe receipt. <laughs> Tell me about it. Now, with the wrestling, was that, Thanks, something, was that something that you pictured that's kind of like a sequence what happened back in 2000 at WCW? So yeah, you're, you're passionate for wrestling for. So they hated me for 20 years. So I just wanted to sort of prove to the wrestling fans and just sort of do a love letter to wrestling. So it was just a journey. I did it for a while. Ken Anderson was the guy you, you mentioned. Yeah, no. But I imagine you probably had your heroes on. Who'd you have your heroes oh, yeah. growing up in the? Hula? Oh yeah. Well, through the process of the film, I realized that. I loved Macho Man, but I really Ooh. loved Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth was like... I like... Um, and then we realized my wife looks just listen, like her. When I was young, I like <laughs> Mil Mascaris. Yeah. Oh, Mil Mascaris. Yeah. I like yeah. um, Bruno Sammartino. He was my yeah. champion. Moondog, Maine, Peter, um, Pedro Morales. I remember more than Killer Kowalski, Don Leo, Jonathan. That was my thing, <laughs> Jimmy man. Fly? You don't Jimmy follow any wrestling anymore? Not as much, but yeah, no, that's not true. I do, but it's just not like before when I was I dying for every. I, if it was on, I wasn't going anywhere. 
Damn. It was, I was just freaked out. So, Mike, did you did you find did you, did you find boxing? Did you start watching boxing first or wrestling? Wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, That's why I love all that bullshit. They be talking shit and talking. Oh, yeah. I love doing that. Job. <laughs> oh, that's the best. It used to be these yeah. guys, Johnny and Jimmy yeah. Brown, and one was Lush yeah. and Jimmy and Handsome Johnny. And look at me, baby, I'm beautiful, baby. Look at me, I'm superstar Billy Graham, baby. You never saw arms like this before, baby. I'm beautiful, baby. I made it happen, baby. Look at me. <laughs> that's the best. God, it, Oh, man, well, for, for, for you, David, like, it's uh, something that I, I you know, because either way, man, how were you inspired to be an actor? Because I know you come from a family full of actors. Was that something that you think you had a... competitive household, huh? Well, no, it wasn't really so competitive. It's just dramatic. It's like we grew up, all of my siblings were actors, so it was like comedy and tragedy every day, every minute. <laughs> Roller coasters, yeah. making people laugh was like a win or making people cry, you know? It was a lot of fight, a lot of, it was, it was just crazy, was but there was a like? lot of love. What? What was your mom's like? Oh, my mom was amazing. She, uh, she had a really, like, uh, interesting trajectory. She, uh, was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania. It was oh, like, I know Scranton. Yeah, small, tough town, tough town. One tough. of the uh, uh, young Jewish girl and one of the only families in the, in the area. And it was just sort of hard for her. She got abused as a kid and she grew up tough. And she uh, met my dad in New York. She was like a cheesecake. She, well, she was an actress, but then she did some cheesecake modeling, like, the, like nudie pictures. And I had found some when I was 18. And I was looking through this book because I always loved Betty Page and I found my mom naked in the shower. And then four pages later, she's having a cat fight with another girl in lingerie. And I'm like, Mom, I've, I found you in this book. I am a 50s pinup. And she, I showed her the picture. She said, oh, you know, we weren't really fighting. <laughs> you know, I was like, I know, Mom, but look, you're in the shower. Your titties are out. What's going on? She was like, well, you know, I... You know, I was a I young mother. I had to pay bills, you know. But it was artistic. It was supposed to, you know, they were supposed to be artistic. Yeah, and your family, was it like huge? Uh, was it like a legacy thing to, you know, sometimes, you know, as uh, uh, fighters, typically their sons end up boxing or things like that. Did you feel that sort like of pressure Moore's. being an actor? A, a, a little bit. Uh, I really had a great teacher named Ben DeBaldo in high school who really kind of changed the, you know, direction of my life. I was doing graffiti and running around and, kind of getting in trouble. And then these girls told me there was a school play. And I got to know this teacher, Ben DeBaldo. And then we did this, like, it was called Southern California Teachers Association, like, competition, where everybody did little things. But it was all anonymous. And I'd always had, like, you know, I knew my family was, I didn't know if I had any talent or not. But then Ben really sort of inspired me and worked with me. And I had this monologue. And I came in second place out of everyone in the, you know, Southern California, so it proved to me that I had something, and then sort of gave me the confidence. So the next, oh, like just soon after that, I had an audition. I got my first job right out of high school. Yeah, so that was like your first big break. You huh? know what? I know yeah. about actors don't care how much money they have; they're always looking for a gig. Yeah, it's the you worst, know? man. Isn't that something. <laughs> they gotta, they gotta be on. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, man, it's so rough. How it's a lot of rejection in the business. It's just like, no matter what level you're at. You think even as a boxer, Mike, do you think like you felt like when you became a world champion at 19, did you want, did you, did you just want to continue to keep making more history, looking for the next fight? 
Is that why you kind of say that, Mike, or, or? I don't know. I just I got, I got um, addicted to the applause. Yeah, yeah. You understand? For that? sure. Yeah, yeah but my, I equated a lot to like when when you, there's a baby. You're like, oh, look at the baby, the baby. Look how this little baby. Everyone, look how cute the baby. Is. The baby gets a little older. Gets a little. And there's a new baby. They get rid of the baby. Like, look at the baby. <laughs> then everyone's looking for that original baby. Like, oh, everyone just wants to be loved. Yes, you know, hopefully, all, if all that love. baby gets loved. Everybody love. wants love. That's what it all consists of. This whole universe consists of love. That's the, that's the true currency of life. That's what all this madness that's going that's on right now. That's what all this madness is about. It doesn't even appear that way, but that's what it's all about. I was thinking the other day, so it's all connected. I love like fractals and like the Fibonacci sequence and like the golden mean, like th those kind of theories. And it's all like, we're all sort of part of something else. Like it's all connected. And I was thinking like, so like if we're, you know, we all have that light inside us, but uh, you know, we're not God. You know, we're part of whatever God is, but God's also, as good as good and as evil as evil. So, you know, everything is everything, right? So I, I was agree. thinking, if we are part of that, then we're like little cells. Yeah. What kind of cells are we gonna be? Are we gonna be little cancer cells? I think we're fungus. Are we gonna be white blood cells that are gonna help yeah. whatever the hell's going on here? I look at, I look at us, us, you know, since my experience in life, I look at us as um, fungus. The fungus, I always think like if all, if all the, um, the bees in the world die, the world will probably come to them. If all the, the dolphins die, you know what I mean, the world will die. But if all the people die, the world will flourish. We're God. fungus, we cause diseases and all that shit. Yeah. God, we just, we just, oh, we just believe that we're smarter than all the other animals, so yeah. it's okay. There's an electronic so, circuit that those <laughs> fungus are all talking yeah. to each other right now? Oh, right now. Yeah. Shit, man, there's a vibe, and but that's imagine, think, imagine if everything that you learned you didn't know, what was who would you be? All the information that you got since the day you were born, and if you didn't know that information, who would you be? Would you be just nothing? Would you exist? I think I think there's a difference between like living and existing. I think we just be existing rather than living, right? I think that's no, why we 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 don't make this. We we have to we have to live because we have to evolve. Yeah. That's what this, this stuff is all about: evolving to the level where we love each other, everybody, and we no longer hurt each other. Yeah. What's your take on that, David? From what Mike's saying. That's it, man. That's the whole game, you know. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't know, uh, losing friends recently and stuff, and losing my parents and. So I was thinking, and it goes back to the, the, the kid thing I was thinking about, because I was one time holding my son, son and I was like, oh, man, I wish my mo mother and father could have mm. met him. Yeah. And then I had this overwhelming feeling like they were right there. They were looking through my eyes. They were looking back from, it was just from this. His, from, from his eyes. Yeah. It was all like, we're still here. Like in this weird, like, <laughs> it was this, this moment, like, I don't know. It's all, that is all connected. A lot of the movies, man. I've, I I grew up, man, watching Scream. <laughs> Thanks, never, man. never been kissed, man. Yeah, yeah, with, thank how, you. how was it, man, working uh, working with Drew Barrymore, man? Like, oh, how was man. that whole process, man? She's an incredible, that must incredible. Have been awesome, lady. She's right? so great, yeah. And it was amazing. We had been friends. We all kind of grew up in in Hollywood, so you know, she's family. You know what I mean? Like, 
just love her with all my heart. And then uh, get into play her brother. <laughs> then it's just like, wow. You ever you know, met Marlon Brando? I worked with Marlon yeah. Brando, yeah. I did uh, on his final film. That was a really humbling, beautiful experience. He was a, uh, a, like a hero of mine. Than meeting life, him. Right? I think he's just. You don't even have to. I was know, so sad. You don't even when, have to know what he do, but the name itself is just bigger than life. When when, when he passed, I was kind of sad that he wasn't honored more. You know what I mean? It wasn't. I I don't know why. You know, he was an arch enemy against um, the movie academy. Yeah, for sure. And he was really, you know, he was talking early on about what's going on now and recognizing our mistakes of the past and not sweeping them under the rug so we can deal with them and face them and, and, and like then yeah, understand, yeah. you know, everything that's going on now, people are like, You're, it's my heritage. It's like, yeah, like I, it's, I don't get it because it's just so far. We go, all, we go so back in time that we're all related. Yeah, that, that's, that's what it is, man. That's what I feel. It's nothing yeah. more powerful than time. It's it's almost like this, right, Mike? It's like we all, you know, there's faith, there's there's religion, there's, you know, cultures. But in reality, don't you guys feel like at times it's like we just come from the the human race, man? Like we are all, we all come from the same branches. Like we're no different than the damn tree on no, this earth. We're a product of earth. Yes, but still... I always wonder what do the birds call us? What are we to know? What are, you know, what do the rats call us? What do our dogs call us? Do they call us humans? No, they must, I wonder what do they call us? Always wanted to know that, what do the animals call us? We call them birds or dogs, I wonder what do they call us? And there's, so, and there's so many billions of <laughs> animals, right? Insects and stuff, and they all have a different opinion about us. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah. That the billions and trillions of ants and bugs and birds, they all have a different opinion about us, who we are, different names. Yeah. So we're billions of things, if you look at it from that perspective. Yeah, interesting. You, if you look at an x-ray of a lung, and you look at the silhouette of a tree... Uh -huh. It's like an identical. It's identical. And it's like, that's, I, what shit, is that? never, That's some deep God, shit. Like that, why, why stuff certain like tree, that makes me think. Why like do it's certain trees live so long? Why know? do they? Yeah, some of them live over 200 years. Yeah, probably even longer, dude. I mean, that's, that's. I love the redwoods. They're like my favorite. Yeah, Going yeah. up to the redwoods, there's something super humbling about that. It's a different energy. I've never been there, but I've always wanted to go. It's the hope. Have, have you been there before, Mike? <laughs> no, but I've been there to the Alps before, and that's very humbling. The Alps? Yeah, French Alps. So there's a place called Reggae on the River up in, like, Humboldt County. Oh, that concert. We, had a, uh, we used to go when we were, like, you know, in the high school, 17 or something. Yeah, it was amazing. It's a great reggae concert. Yeah, I, I saw I saw you bring up the fact that you you brought you, you do you have a newborn? Uh, you, no, you, I have a four-year-old, right? a seven-year-old, and four my daughter's about to be newborn. seventeen. <laughs> four, pretty newborn. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty awesome for you. How has that changed your perspective? Obviously, you've done some amazing things in acting. You know, being in Hollywood, getting getting the chance to see life as a whole, man. Like. I imagine the experience of having a kid, man. At such a young age, though. Yeah, it brings up a lot of shit, man. We had a... So my mom, she had an abusive childhood. So she, in turn, was abusive to the kids, like, growing up. And it was kind of... We all had to come to terms with that and figure that out. And 
you know, heal ourselves. But her great story is that then she went to college and did all this internship and, and, and hours and got her degree as a marriage family counselor. And she was on her deathbed with, with breast cancer. And I said, Mom, it's like you graduated from life. <laughs> you know, you did it. You stopped the cycle. Yeah. So that was a pretty beautiful moment, you know. Yeah, it's... Uh... But, it, yeah, so kids, it totally changes your life. But it, you do have to deal with those things, you know. My dad was a rager, so I find myself, especially during this pandemic, I was raising my voice, and, but then, you know, I had to figure out how not to lose my shit, you know, and just... Because my little one was then getting scared and like... Ugh. And then you feel horrible. You want to scare your kid. But sometimes you do want to scare your kid so you don't fall off the second floor of that thing. You know what I mean? But it's almost like you're a product, you're a product of your past, but it's almost like you have to make sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. Go for it. That, that you're a product of your past, but you, you gotta make sure you don't become a prisoner of it. Yeah, you, you can't let your past dictate your future. Oh, yeah, man. I read that's, this thing about Sanskrit. That's the story of the life. Our past dictates our future. Don't care how smart and sophisticated we are. Yeah. It takes deep working on yourself to get over that kind of condition. I read this thing on Sanskrit, and it said, there are no mistakes. There's only lessons. No, no mistakes. There's only lessons. No accidents. And you'll none. repeat the lessons until you get the... Figure it out, and there will always be lessons. I believe life is destiny, and that's sometimes how I feel too, Mike. And obviously, obviously, you know, Mike, like you, you. you well, I'm not gonna look for trouble. I'm gonna run into trouble, but you know, I'm gonna use my brain by living your life by your instincts. I think is destiny. Yeah, it's almost like this too, Mike. Like you, you, you. you obviously, you've been to prison, Mike. You know what I'm yes. saying? There's a lot of good people in prison, but they just decided to fuck up that one time. They just made a bad choice, Listen, and now they're fucking doing life. I know, I know some really beautiful people in there that did some really bad things. But you can't tell these people in the free world, this guy that murdered a certain amount of people or cut some people's heads off is a nice guy. Because they don't have, they're not spending five years with this guy every day, every moment of, the, of five years. So they're not going to understand your reasoning with them. So, so would you say sometimes it's the luck of the is the luck of the dice? Like that split second can change everything? No, it's all about our decisions and about destiny, and about how how much we can endure. Endurance is what life is pretty much about. What do you think, David? What do you think about that? As an actor, man, what you've been through. And... Think about what you had to endure. Oh, I don't. This is the man. Man, he lost family members. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's and, a that's a lot of it. You know what I mean? And he can't do it in private. To the whole world have to see it too. You, could do, you know, he can't do it in private. Everywhere he goes, somebody's gonna say, "Hey, I'm sorry to hear this one." This everybody knows his business. In a way, I don't prefer it, but I I don't like like secrets, and I've tried to be. I try to learn from my mistakes, and I, you know, I try to like be honest. You know, there's some things I've, you know, done that I'm not happy about, you know what I mean? I used to always go to strip clubs, you know what I mean? I had to deal with that, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's hey, man, like, listen, the other people in us, you know what I mean, have visited strip clubs, man. That don't mean nothing bad about no, you. No, no, of course, of course. And I, I do love strip clubs. But uh, um, I don't know, just, uh, I, there's just, the more you go on, you figure out, it starts becoming a little clearer, like, what what makes me feel good? You know what I mean? Oh, I'm getting angry. What's that feeling from? 
where's it coming from? Why am I? And then if you can get a second where you can not react to it, like that's that's one of my big things. Right. And not beating myself up. <laughs> yeah. This is actually funny. I've been thinking, like, you know, I had a teacher that used to put me up in front of class and, and make me read, and I couldn't read really well, and I had dyslexia, and I'd go through it. Like, it was horrifying. Like, and she'd always do it. And it was just, and it made me feel so dumb. So I go, got, went through my whole life thinking I was dumb. And then I just beat myself up, beat myself up. And then I like realized this. I'm like, oh. But now since I realized that, I step back. <laughs> then I can see I am actually pretty dumb about the thing. <laughs> there's some things. But uh, there's also some, some beauty in ignorance sometimes. I'm just like yeah. being not, not dumb, but just, <laughs> just. Right, I hear you, man. You gonna share some of them joints, my friend? Like, Uncle Mike? Yeah, do, do you? Uh, do you once in a while, once Dave, in a while, but Dave, uh, I, I think it'd be too much. Too much. Uh, Dave, Dave, Dave's scared. He was the youngest <laughs> heavyweight champ of all time. Absolutely legend to your right, dude. What's uh, up? I don't know. I uh, I once I smoked on on Be Real's. Thinking, I don't know. I mean, I'll be real. There's a hot box in the car, right? That yeah, was awesome. Yeah. He had joints this long, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, speak, speaking about smoking, man, you got a new movie here coming out with Snoop Dogg. Oh, Dog, yeah. Huh? This is something I'm Tell really excited about. What's the name of it? It's called Domino Battle of the Bones. Roll it. Oh, man. Let's roll it. You see, I'm Mike? so excited about this. It's just so fun. Toxic poop is in our body. I know there's a lot of shit in us. Scrunch that guy's great. So is Lou Baby Jr. Dude, he was amazing. Too. I did that. Uh, no, I pee. Tiny. Yeah. Oh, you put some crazy motherfuckers in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Baron Davis directed it. And really? Wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Baron's beautiful, man. Yeah. Domino's Battle of the Bones. Yeah, it's just a fun movie. My wife, who really doesn't care about my acting career at all, yeah. <laughs> she just never really showed any interest. She and can't wait. And she once loves, you do, once she you do this, movie. you'll never stop doing it. Yeah. I imagine, man. Would your kids want to fall into the same footsteps as you? My my daughter, she loves to sing and, and act, so I, I don't know. It kind of is in their blood, I got to say. Yeah. But it's a rough business. I mean, not, you know, it everything's is, relative, but... And I imagine, and I imagine, again, you, know, you, can, keep it P, you can keep it PG-13 here, but imagine how crazy was there, was those dance parties, man, especially when you're younger and obviously, oh, you yeah. know, you're a lot more... I don't know if you're... <laughs> Rocking in the hills, now. in the hills. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine, bro. Yeah, we. <laughs> it was crazy growing up in in LA in Hollywood. You know, I got my first job when I was 17, so it's kind of like. And then I made my own money, and then, uh, and then it, it never happens. But the pilot I did got picked up to a series, 
And then we went on for 13 episodes, so I, I, I was right in, like, just learning how to do it all. Would, would you mind having your kids to have that same lifestyle? That's a question for you too, Mike. We've purposely kept our daughter, like, not, like, there's been casting directors or people, you know what I mean? But we've just been, like, not until you're older, until you can make your own decisions about what, you know. So it's not, not a kid, kid acting, it's just such a... I mean, if there's a kid who's so driven that he just doesn't take no for an answer, I, yeah, I get that different. too. But yeah, my our daughter uh, understood. I think that's good because that brings in balance. I'm the same way, pretty much. I want them to be happy in what they're doing. Yeah, but, uh, but would you wish them to go through the same stuff that you went through as a boxer? Would you would would you encourage that? You know what I'm saying? C could you see, w would you want your kids to go something that you've gone through? Well, I wouldn't want them to go, no, I wouldn't want them to go my route. Even as a world champion? Yeah, I wouldn't want them to go my route. No, I wouldn't want them to do that because uh, I'm like, um, I beat myself up a lot. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be nice to myself. I'll, I'll take it easy, too easy. I might party too much. I gotta be to disciplined, totally disciplined. Mm -hmm and say, get your fat ass off the couch and get out and run. <laughs> oh, nigga, I, I beat me up, baby. Yeah, is that how that, was that how your, uh, your last fight with Roy Jones Jr., Mike, were you, uh, you're no, disciplined I, as hell, Mike. Yeah, like, I'm thinking, a 54-year-old man, dude, Mike would get up every single morning, because I talked to Rob, Every single morning, Mike was always up. He would do his miles, dude. I'm just like, God, Lee, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm young. But if I start slacking up and look, eating a little too much, my, my, um, my subconscious says, watch your fat ass. <laughs> you know how that shit is. Watch your <laughs> fat ass. It's going to be hard to get in those pretty suits with your fat ass eating that cheesecake. <laughs> I, love, I love that your voice in your head has fun with it and is joking with you. Oh, I wish mine just like a, oh. more like, just fucking worthless, like abusive dad Oh, it, it said that too, but I didn't want to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you, uh, you, uh, you, you But that's fun. Why yourself? don't you try to put that, try to just try to keep reminding myself to change that voice to There is something where you, so this one book called uh, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It really helped me by, uh, I think it's Camille Rivkin or something. But it's, it's essentially you end up just meditating to do it. I love myself. I love myself. <laughs> oh, that's, into that's the, um, into e the mirror and stuff. Email Kuwait, the first, um, what do you call that? Apparition, affir affirmation guy. Oh, really? Say, I believe yeah, in myself you. day by day and everyone yeah. getting better. I'm a god. I'm a warrior. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's deep. Oh, that's good. It's, it's deep. It helps, though, because it oh, creates no a new groove it. in your brain. So you give that groove strength. So whenever you go to the negative group, that, that voice, you say, oh, you know what? I have the I love myself group. And I don't know, it got me out of some, like, really depressing situations. Because, you know, if you see uh, the documentary, it's really sort of open. Yeah, man, the new, uh, your new documentary, man. Tell us about that. Ooh. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's out there already. I mean, it, it was a, a journey. I do ketamine in it, like, through Tell a doctor's office. How did that office. make you feel, ketamine? I doctor's office. Now. I did it with a doctor, and then uh, they did it. Do you white out the, your conscience So anything? there's one where they do it intravenously, and then you just pass out, which is in the movie, but you see me wow. a little bit before I go under. But the other way is by IV still, and in, in the doctor's office, 
but then you have a therapy session. <laughs> so it's just trippy because you're having a therapy session, you know, and it's a dissociative anesthetic. So it essentially takes your, like, separates you from your ego more. Yeah. So then you're starting to deal with stuff. And then I had this thing where I was thinking about my relationship and my parents' relationship. And my, then I started thinking about my parents' relationship and how it was turbulent. And I was feeling all this heaviness. And then it occurred to me, they're both dead. And I was like, God bless you and I love you, but you're gone. So let's, let's lift that too. <laughs> like, I don't need your marriage like pain anymore, you know? And that actually freed me up a little. I don't know. Who knows what any of this stuff worked? I'm just trying to figure it out. And... Yeah. Did you, did, you have a, did you have a mentor growing up? Did somebody that you can be like, hey, that's, my, that's the person that really made the biggest impact in my life? Did you have a person like that? Yeah, I think you meet, like, a lot of people along the yeah, way. Yeah, life I mean, journeys, yeah. you meet a lot of people. Brothers. And we just passing through, brother. We just passing through. Yeah, my brother Richmond was in Alexis. I shared a room with Alexis, who was my transgender uh, brother <coughs> and sister. Uh, you know, it's it's complicated. <laughs> no, it's not. Turned into my sister, but then at the end of uh, her yeah. life, she said, I want you to refer to me as your brother. So I sort of do it. Talking like during time periods, but that was her this, thing. This is I think now she says she's more fluid, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. 2021, you be who the fuck you want to be. Yeah, exactly. How, how, how was your, your life growing up with you mentioned your sister, man? How, how was that? Oh, did, it you, was did, you always, did you always know that growing up that, uh, or was this revealed later in her life when she was at a certain age? No, my sister Rosanna moved, like, ran away, uh, moved out to L.A., stayed with a family, a uh, friend of our family, whatever. But then um, she, uh, she, like, got into the acting game, like, you know, went to an open call. And there's some wild story about her sitting in a casting office for this part, and she saw these girls going in and out, and the cast directors coming in and out. And then the, they said, what's your name? Uh, we don't have any more appointments. And she said, oh, I don't have an appointment. She started to walk out and she went on the ground and started doing an epileptic seizure and they all freaked out and had to, and then acting, she had got right? up and she yeah. was acting because the role had acted, uh, asked for someone with a epileptic seizure and the, they, uh, she got the role. That was like one of her first things. She really paved the way for the second generation. So my dad was an actor for 40 years, 45 years. My grandfather was an actor named uh, Cliff Arquette, who was Charlie Weaver, who was on the original Tonight Show and, and the old um, uh, Hollywood Squares. He was the old, old man in the corner. So it's sort of in my, and it always all goes all the way back to vaudeville. Do you, have, do you ever think you know the purpose of it? Yeah, I think, I, well, to stay real, to be real, like to whatever role you're doing, like real so that you connect with people and whichever role you're playing within that story that you help them feel, you help maybe like help people see something from a different angle or um, feel emotions about stuff, connect. Like my thing is like when you connect as an actor and you're, you're, you're you real like, and you feel like you're no longer on David, a set. Yeah. Do you feel like you could like you could meet somebody and then you could examine them for a certain amount of time and then you could like um, become him? A little bit, some, 
a little bit. <laughs> Johnny's here, and we did uh, Sherlock Holmes together. And I, it was like a sort of comedic take on Sherlock Holmes. And that was the first experience. It was just so hard that I was like, oh, <laughs> sometimes you're not right for certain roles. You know what I mean? You have to be like, for that specific role, that... I personally think you have to be English to play <laughs> him, but uh, I don't know. And James Bond. Who's your favorite actor of all times? Uh, of all times? I loved Peter Sellers for comedy. I loved Marlon Brando and James Dean for uh, trauma. And, you know, I, I tend to like, like, uh, oh, but... Uh, Robert De Niro, like the, the time period of uh, the Scorsese films he was doing. And, yeah, um, Mel Gibson. I like Mel Gibson a lot, yeah. Dustin like, Hoffman. I'm a fan of Mel Gibson. I had Dustin an audition. Hoffman is one of the greats of all yeah, time. Yeah, he's great. I had an audition with Mel Gibson one time, and I was so nervous. And I'm horrible in auditions. This is, I'm like, I'm like this trying to play a role. And I was like reading the scene, and I got up like this. And I sat back down and I kept reading that scene. I don't know why. I didn't mean to get up. I was like, I don't know. It was the most embarrassing thing. Yeah, Mike. Mike, who are some of your greatest actors, man? You met the world, man. Mike, who do you? Uh, who Who are your top three actors of all time? Top five, Mike. I know you. You, you got a variety of them. Oh man, and they're too great. It, it relates to boxing too. You know what I'm saying? I like. I'm. I'm. A, um. I love Bob. De Niro and Al Pacino, but I think Bob um, De Niro's my actor. He's the yeah. he's the energy. He's yeah. Like, what about Denzel? Jack Nicholson Denzel's too. Denzel's tops too. Yeah. Denzel. God. Denzel's. I mean, cool. That's You're right. Tops level. Who 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 would you who would you who would <laughs> but Jack just... Nicholson in, in Jack like Nicholson. the Cuckoo's Nest days? Cuckoo's Nest. In uh yeah, Shining. The yeah, Shining. I'm in the big mansion. Yeah. Top of the top of the little line, girl. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many, man. It's uh, Daniel Dave Lewis is insane. It's almost like the same. No, was good too. Um, Citizen Kane, the guy that played that awesome well, he did a good job on that. Oh hell yeah, he was insane. So dope. Yeah, those are some of the all times great, man. What about uh, so you have uh, you have Scream Five coming out? Uh, is, yeah, that, is, that, is that the, uh, is, is that, I was is it done? Screen. I was in one of those, wasn't I? I was in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> what were you, what were you uh, Scary movie? Scary movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the original title of the first one. I'm not really allowed to talk about it too much because there's just, they're lock us down, but I love playing the role of Dewey. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's about all they're allowed. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah. No, we get but it. doing the, I mean, it's been amazing. What would you say the best advice that was ever given to you that uh, that you can now kind of realize and share? Uh, kindness from other people. You know what I mean? When that's the biggest lesson. Like people, mentors of mine who have been kind to me. Always tell me, remember to be kind. Remember to be kind. <laughs> and I'm my mother, okay? <laughs> and I'm my mother. You're my wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though, right? Because you have to be. Because I'm sure, like, dude, I'm, I'm, every time I'm around Mike, like, you know, Mike, is he's a good sport, man. But I can tell sometimes, you know, it, it's hard, dude. You know what I'm saying? Because he needs his privacy. Yeah, I like just hanging out with my boys. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> people invade their space. So when you when you bring up kindness, that means that you gotta be a good sport, man. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, get of, that uh, patience. Yeah. So that's you know, if we everyone gets pushed, it's, you know what I mean. Everyone has bad moments. 
But yeah, you want to be kind, especially. I had this whole thing where, you know, I'm the greatest in my world. You know what I mean? Like Muhammad Ali used to say, I'm the greatest. So I was like, yes. And then I'm the greatest. Like, obviously, everybody is the greatest in their world. <laughs> you know what I mean? You are the greatest. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's, you know, I know he was talking for, you know, he's just the biggest legend of all, but I don't know. When I, when I connect with sports figures, you know, it's usually from a place like, I want to, yeah, I want to be like them. That's why when the wrestling thing happened, you know, it's all kind of predetermined. So they were like, we're going to make you the champion. I was like, that's a terrible idea. Because, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, I've never done that. You know, I've been earned it. I, you they know, I break hand you and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the point of... The, oh, I, as a kid, I always wanted to hold the belt up. Everybody wants to be the champion. Everyone wants to be loved, you know? So I was like... Yeah, it sounds like fun, but I didn't know people get so When I was, you know, going through my problems and rehab, and I remember what was in chapter four, it says, and you're reading the book, and it says the causes of, the major causes of relapses is the lack of love and too much of it. So it has to be some kind of balance, you know? Yeah, balance. Something to that effect. It says something to that effect. And, uh, so you could just be... Is being adorned by people that could just, well, if that's good, how, how could that not be good, you know? But, you know, it's just not that way. Because every time, I remember when I was in the program, every time people were happy because I wasn't using, I was miserable. And then when I, when I was high, I was happy. Everybody in the house was miserable. Nobody smiled. You know that feeling, right? You high, you happy, you took around, everybody. You look real stupid. You really, you're gonna die. You're gonna, I'm gonna give you a real fly funeral. It's telling me shit. I, just, I don't wanna hear that. I wanna enjoy my high and they gotta hear all this fucking negativity in my right, mind. Right, right. You're over here. You're over there buzzing, right, man? Everybody got the fucking damn depressed face at me. Oh, shit. Can I look at Law Order and leave me the fuck alone, dog? I don't want Law and Order. They fucking with me. Oh, no. What's what's next, uh, David? For your for you and your career, what what's 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 the next big thing that you would that's that's got coming up with you? I'm gonna do a new documentary soon, which will be, you know, something I've been dreaming about since I was really young. So it's been a long, like thing, and it's about love, and it's about laughter, and it's about sort of, you know, just. That we're all connected. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I'm sort of working on. It's a beast, though. These projects are beasts. But also, we started a um, documentary com uh, company called XTR, which is now one of the leading uh, nonfiction studios mm -hmm. for documentaries. Doing some beautiful, did over 40 documentaries, eight in Sundance last year. So it's a thing. Then we, we with, with them, we started... Uh, Documentary Plus, mm -hmm. which you can go to docplus.com. And uh, it's a free streaming service for hundreds of, like, super high, like, curated, some Academy Award winning, Werner Herzog, all these incredible documentary filmmakers. So we did this Documentary Plus so that people had a place they could go. It's not another service you have to sign up for. It's literally like uh, something you could get on Roku. Yeah. It's pretty dope. That's what's up, dude. That's what's it's, up. It's, it's like to help art. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's literally the whole point of it is like to, I know, curate art. Like, and 
just help people be able to see cool movies. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Mike, what, uh, what advice do you have for David? Everything for me? Is, yeah, as... You know, um, always forgive yourself. Don't hold grudges against yourself. And just um, do the best possible to be happy. You know, and that's, that's so sometimes in the moment. Sometimes when it's in the moment, it goes so fast. You know, life is just about the moments, the moments, because life is just a blink of the eye, then it's over. Thanks, champ. Blink of the eye. That's awesome, man. Well, on that note, I really, uh, it, it's, David, it's been awesome, dude, but I don't know if I'm asking for too much when I'm about to ask you next. No, no. What's no, up? are you sure, bro? Because <laughs> I know you're a big WWE fan. Yeah, yeah. And you did mention Macho Man Randy Savage, oh, one yeah. of your oh, greats. Macho oh, Man, yeah. baby. I want to hear Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm the worst at <laughs> Macho Man. I don't know why. I, I've never been really good at it. I'm the Macho Man. I'm the Macho Man. I don't I get, I you, boy, me and my oh, business. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're that's right, brother. I'm, that's right. Macho, baby. Look at me. I'm beautiful, baby. Damn, damn. We're about to break the internet. That's what's up, man. Well, that's been your show today here at Hotbox, and I am your co-host, a.k.a. Triple C, Henry Cejudo. And I'm Mike Tyson, and this is my man, Mr. David, David Arquette. David love yourself. We out. All day.